Welcome to the Fifth Quarter Podcast. My name's Rick Samprin. The Tiger Cats are going to the CFL's East Final in Ottawa next Sunday after they absolutely dominated the BC Lions 48-8 at Tim Hortons Field. And Tiger Cats Nation is loving it. This is the Fifth Quarter Podcast. This is the Fifth Quarter Podcast on AM 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the Fifth Quarter on 900 CHML. What a ball game earlier this afternoon at Tim Hortons Field. And it was all Tiger Cats. 48-8 to the final. Hamilton is off to the Eastern Final in Ottawa one week from today. And a week from today, we could be talking about a Tiger Cats team in the Grey Cup. Remember how we were feeling in the last three games of the regular season? Loss, loss, loss. Even though that final game didn't mean anything. We weren't feeling too good, were we? Today, Ticats Nation is ecstatic. 14 to nothing after the first quarter, 28 nothing at the break, 44 to nothing after three quarters of play, 48 to 8 the final this afternoon. As Hamilton dispatches the crossover BC Lions and will move on to take on the Red Blacks, a team they have not beaten in three tries this season. But as we have seen in the past, in a one-game winner-take-all playoff scenario, anything can happen, and usually does. We're taking your calls, your emails, your tweets, your Facebook Live messages as we're broadcasting on CHML's Facebook page. Regarding today's game, regarding your thoughts, your two cents, on Hamilton's performance this afternoon. And, of course, i got to talk about this coming Sunday at TD Play Stadium in Ottawa. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com, on Twitter at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. Uh, we got a couple of, e- or at least I got a couple of emails uh, this was around 4.30 or so, so, you know, promoting throughout the week that uh, this fifth quarter, and by the way, next Sunday's fifth quarter, starting at 5 p.m., got some emails rolling in well before 5. This one from Stephen out in hostile territory in Penticton, B.C. Greetings, Rick. Great team win. Looking forward to the Eastern Final. You, and you heard it here first, our Cats will crush Ottawa next week. See you in Edmonton in two weeks. Player of the game Everyone, Oski Wee Wee. We might get one of those, you know, the whole team player of the game votes. And I, I'd i be down for that. But I'm going to give my player of the game to Ric Flair. <laughs> I know it sounds funny. He didn't suit up. He didn't play a snap. I'm not even sure he was on the sideline. He was probably in the booth somewhere at Tim Orton's Field. Probably with owner Bob Young but the 16 time pro wrestling champ did something in the locker room before the game to rile up this Ticats team and whatever he did and whatever he said and however he did it he inspired this team because this team has looked flat in the past few weeks but they came out a ball of fire so I'm going to give my player of the game vote as strange as it is to the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. 
That's my vote. How about you? 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com, at Rick Samprin, at AM 900chml. Let's start off with Tim, who's called into the fifth quarter. Tim, how's it going? Good evening, Eric. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, no no worries. Thanks for having me again. I uh, called in last week, and I uh, was doom and gloom. Uh, after they missed that field goal. Um, but you know what? If they play like they did today, if they can beat anyone in this league. So you say if, and I think we all agree with that, is there some trepidation that they can't repeat this performance next week? I think they really got a tongue lashing from their coach today. And I like your comment about Flair being the uh, player of the game. I think they had a lot of fire going into this game. Do I think Ottawa will beat them four times in a row? Probably not. Um, but I think they really got to come out. They got to come out all all cylinders, all cylinders firing, and they've got to repeat what they did tonight. Favorite part of today's game, what would it be? Favorite part of today's game, oh my gosh. I like Braylon Madison. I really do. Um, I don't mean to hate on Speedy B. I just don't like him as a locker room issue. I think Addison has shown that the last couple of days he could step in and he could fill that role. And I honestly would, if I were in a position right now, I would trade Speedy B to the West. Oh my gosh, controversy on the fifth quarter after a great win, but I'm glad you brought it up because some, you know, there's probably a lot of people out there thinking, wow, we got a, we got a, a Speedy B kind of 2.0. It was probably a lot cheaper in Braylon Anderson. Maybe we can get something for... Brandon Banks. I don't. I don't want this fifth quarter to be about that. But I think people are are, are of the same mind as you. Hundred percent. You want to know who I would trade him for if it were up to me? Who's that? I would trade him to Edmonton for Sean White, who is a consistent kicker, and either Dak Williams or Darrell Walker. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Tim, appreciate yeah. the call. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks for having me. You too. Nine zero five six four five three two two one star nine nine hundred. On your cellular device, you can email rick at 900chml.com. All over Twitter, at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. We're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. You can chime in on CHML's Facebook page. Send us a note. Mike simply says, woo, a la Ric Flair. Again, whatever Flair said before the game, it worked. Bring that guy to Ottawa. We need him in the capital for the East Final. Dave has called into the fifth quarter. Dave, how are you? Hey, Rick. How are you doing today? Not too shabby. Uh, first of all, I want to say uh, a big thank you and a shout-out to um, all our veterans and all our uh, men and women that uh, are serving in the Canadian uh, Armed Forces. Uh, much appreciated, and uh, all the best to them today. Well said. Uh, getting on to the game, big win. Uh my prediction last week, uh, after a um, heartbreaking loss last week, was we'd lose this week and it would save us the embarrassment of next week. I, I hope I'm definitely wrong. Um, I, I got to say, player of the game would be the entire team. Um, I hope we take a little bit of a template from Chris Jones, though, and we don't rest on our laurels this week. Uh, it was a huge win and we played great. Um, just three little concerns, and Chris Jones is always looking for perfection, so he changes things. Uh, a huge Mark Way McDaniel fan, especially when he was in Hamilton the first time, and I wish Marcel had never uh, cut him and he had went to Calgary. But 
uh, today he didn't even get a catch, um, and we didn't dress Singfield. Singfield played two games so far. His first game he had six catches, and he's uh, really fast. And he's a guy you might be able to sign after the season where Mark Way is going to just go back into retirement. So I would say uh, the receiving core did good today, especially uh, Addison, but I, I would like to see Singfield in there instead of um, – Mark Way McDaniel, uh, we're going to need all the firepower we can get to beat Ottawa in Ottawa. I would agree with you that uh, Singfield is a much more dynamic, explosive, faster uh, player than Mark Way. But yep. do you want to trade that for some playoff uh, experience, veteran leadership? I mean, obviously, there's a trade-off there. There is, and I get what you're saying, and June Jones has said about Mark Way doing the right thing, and like I said, I was a huge Mark Way fan, and we when we got rid of him with Marcel, that was a huge mistake, which he's had a great career with uh, with Calgary. I just think Singfield's fast. You brought him in here uh, to replace uh, Banks, and Addison did that, but we're going to need more than just uh, Addison and um Tasker and no offense to Mark Way, but just I just think it'd be a little bit of an upgrade, and I I think you should always try to get better. The yeah, other you know, two quick yeah, the other ahead. two quick points was again our kicker missed the field goal to win his back forty one yards whatever it was. Uh, hopefully next week maybe he gets it out of system. He has the perfect game. Um, I'm kind of hoping uh, sort of like uh, Vanderjat in the states, uh, uh, Lewis Ward next week. Uh, you know, sometimes when you go perfect, you have that big miss in the playoffs. Let's hope for Hamilton's sake. And then the last quick point is our coach, uh, bless him today. He got the guys ready and we went, but he's still, I, I worry about his, his um, not knowing the CFL. We Right before half, we got a first down with about 25 seconds, and he had Masoli go up and uh, spike the uh, – the ball on first down when you wouldn't do that on a first down in the CFL because the clock stops to move the chains. Yep. Uh, he, uh, he definitely was thinking NFL there. And and I get it. He's only been back in the league for a year and a half. But we're going to have to be perfect next week. So let's all cross our fingers and, and hope we play a perfect game next week because I'd really love to beat Ottawa. I just It's going to be a stretch. We shall see. Dave, appreciate the call. Thanks yeah. for calling. Enjoy the weekend. Yeah, take care and God bless our vets. Well said. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. A tweet from Jim who writes, They were ready today. Now they have to be ready for a team with a winning record. They can win this all if they keep their wits about them. Player of the game jointly, Masoli and Addison. Kudos to Tillman for bringing in someone with such great potential to star in this offense. We have Dave number 2 and Dave number three, can we break the fifth quarter record of five Daves in a program? We shall see. 48-8 to eight the final in favor of the Ticats. They're off to the Eastern final against Ottawa in a week's time. We'll be on the air after that game again at 5 p.m. Uh, vote for your player of the game. We will anoint our fifth quarter fan of the night as well. Lots more still to come here on the fifth quarter on 900 CHML. I'm not sure anything is gnawing at anybody right now, although Dave brought in a couple of points, our earlier caller, just before the break on a couple of things that I guess are still irking him at this point of the season. But when you beat a team 48-8, to I'm not sure there's too much you should be complaining about. I know no, no team is ever going to have the perfect game. There's always going to be something to pinpoint something that you want tweaked or corrected or rectified, whatever the word you want to use. 
But this was a dominating performance, and then some, by the Tiger Cats this afternoon. Uh, in front of, what was the number? Uh, tickets distributed today, 23,911. Email from Angelo, Tiger Cats devour lions. The Hamilton Tiger Cats wouldn't be denied on a day the nature boy Ric Flair gives them a pep talk in their dressing room. Although the BC Lions looked like they were in hibernation already, the Cats ruled the jungle this day. This game was a classic display of momentum and its effects when fully controlled by a group of individuals for 60 minutes. Offensively, the combination of Masoli and Addison were in sync and mixing in green in the run game just to keep the BC linebackers honest was enough to get the job done. I thought Masoli executed and managed the offense positively and had no glaring errors that he usually encounters during a game. Initially, the fact Singfield was scratched from the lineup was cause for concern from a Tiger Cat fan perspective. That ended up being a non-issue. Defensively, I thought the hype, the emotion, the intensity was phenomenal all afternoon and will be tough to carry over one week from today as our Tiger Cats invade the nation's capital in Ottawa against the hated Red Blacks. Ticats Nation, let's jump on a bus to cheer the boys on and hopefully a victory and a berth in the 2018 Grey Cup game in Edmonton. Player of the game, Mr. Masoli. Alan on email writes, Hi, Rick. It's Alan from St. Catharines. Wow, what a game. I figured it would be a close one against BC, but it wasn't. I wasn't expecting an annihilation in all facets of the game. We played with intensity in all four quarters. Lule and Jennings had no answers to our defense. On offense, guys like Braylon Addison and Mike Jones stepped it up and took a load off Luke Tasker. Even Justin Buren had some great catches. I'm really impressed with what I've seen. Even Dane Evans came in and marched down the field. If we play like this all season, we would have had at least a few more wins. I know Ottawa will be a different team, but if we can play with this kind of intensity and our offense can keep it going, and have a running game. Also, I think we can beat Ottawa. I really believe that. We need to play a full four quarters with Ottawa because Trevor Harris will rip us apart if we take it down a notch and give them anything. Go Cats, go. Player of the game, the whole team. We played as a team and we won as a team. Let's pack the buses and head to Ottawa. That email from Allen. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. You can email rick at 900chml.com to get in on the fun here on this fifth quarter. Also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. Hello to all our fans and friends watching on Facebook. Jimmy V on Twitter says, play like this next week and we will be unstoppable. We kept our foot on the gas and didn't let up. And uh, there was no doubt about that because this team came out a ball of fire, and it was never extinguished. And Jim writes on Twitter, well, there's not a lot to complain about in that one. Lovely day for the last home game of the season. Can we have Ric Flair here for every game? Bring on Ottawa, hashtag fifth quarter, and hashtag woo with a lot of O's. Uh, one more tweet. This one is from, uh, where did I go? Just got to scroll up. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, Kings of the Jungle, writes uh, Brad and uh, Bev. Wow, player of the game 21, Simone Lawrence. Can't wait till next Sunday. Back to the phones we go. Dave, number two, is called into the program. Hey, Dave, two. Hey, Rick, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Well, it's happy days, isn't it? Um, I'm going to start by saying I called last week, and I've never been so happy to be wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't we all? Uh, I mean, I mean, the the sauce might have been uh, leading to it last week as well, but uh, I mean, I, today each and every one of those guys came out and did not give one inch until the game was far far over. 
And, it, and that's why my player of the game, whole team. Every single one of them. I mean, Mazzoli did all that damage on, what, 12 completions? Yeah, he's 12 of 19, and he just uh, ripped BC apart. Like, it was, and the defense, uh, Simone Lawrence was just a wild man today. If, if these guys can do this next week, uh, I think they're going to win. Um, no. For next week, I mean, what do you think it'll take us to get Ric Flair to Ottawa next week? Uh, I, I think he has an open <laughs> invitation. Uh, we, we pay him however much Bob Young can afford, <laughs> and, hey, let's, can and let's get him out. passenger seat if he wants, and I'll drive him up there. That would be an entertaining ride, let me tell you. <laughs> so, no, yeah, I, I just want to talk about one more thing that's uh, been annoying me all week is uh, all these whiners that have come up about this East versus West and how is Hamilton hosting a playoff game when, when – uh, you know, Edmonton and BC had better records, and Edmonton sitting at home. You know what? We showed them tonight why. Exactly, and this Ticats team had great success against Edmonton, too. So, listen, uh, you know, the Eskimos, the Lions, their fans, uh, you can knock the playoff format, you can knock the teams in the East for not having a, as good as a record. That, that's the format that the CFL has laid out for its league. Uh, you got to play by the rules. If you want to make the playoffs, win more games. Yep. One last quick thing. Yeah. Not not going to trade Speedy B. Like get real, that's the, that's one of the, the, the craziest things I've ever heard. Why would you trade him when you can have him, Saunders, Tasker, and Addison? It, yeah, it doesn't make sense. If anybody's going to go, it's Chris Williams. Uh, I would agree with you on that one, hundred percent. Anyhow, have a good one, Rick, and let's hope we do it next week, buddy. You too. Take care, Dave. Nine zero five six four five three two two one star nine nine hundred on your cell. Jeff is called into the program. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Rick. How are you? I'm good. You? Oh, I'm pretty good. Pretty good. I'm saying this a few, a couple of weeks ago. I mean, um, we all play, played awesome tonight, clearly. But you know what? It, it's we got into a little bit of a slump, and it's just statistically speaking, we're gonna come out. We're gonna come out firing. BC, I wasn't, I wasn't too worried about BC. I'm not worried next week either. To be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very confident we're gonna go in there and roll over them next week, easily. So why do you say that? Because they've had our well, they made a good point on the panel too. They've had our number with the receivers we've had. Now they're kind of looking at a whole different, a lot of a different offense. So I mean, they're going to look at back at the games we've already played against them, but they're not saying they're seeing the same players they're seeing, different guys they're seeing. Addison, they got McDaniel. You know, they got a lot, lot of different stuff to prepare for. So. You know, I think we got the edge on them this week. That's a good point, too. I don't buy into the fact that, you know, a, a it's hard to beat a team four times in the same season. I just think that is irrelevant. I think on, in any game, any team can win. It's how you perform on the field. And it doesn't matter if you've won 50 games in a row against an opponent or, or one game in a row. That, that game is going to be different than the previous 49 or, or whatever the case is. Yeah, absolutely. And then, as far as Stinksfield not starting uh Oh, I didn't like the way, he, I don't know, he had that fumble last week, or was it in the Ottawa game? One of those two, either one. Either I just didn't like the way he was playing. I don't think he's in shape. You know, I just, I, I'm, I'm glad, I'm not upset he's not starting. It's, obviously, we won out with that with Addison, so... Listen, this team. This team scored forty-eight points without him. I, I don't think they. Yeah. I don't think they need him. Um, I think fans yeah. are thinking about what he once was. And let's not forget, here's a guy who, over the past couple of seasons, has been bouncing around the NFL. He was yeah. uh, uh, trying to be a defensive back with the Oakland Raiders, and now he's trying to not relearn the receiver position, but get accustomed not only to being a receiver again, but being in a, an entirely new offensive system. 
Exactly. I don't know. I had the last caller a couple calls ago. I think you'd be crazy to even consider trading Speedy B for him. Right? Yeah, that, that's insane. Yeah, that's just. I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> I think it's an interesting suggestion, but I don't think it's gonna yeah. happen. Yeah. Anyway, I'll give my player a game to Addison. Excellent. That guy's great. Appreciate it, Jeff. Uh, enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thanks, Rick. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Player of the game votes as we stand right now. Braylon Addison re, uh, leads the pack with three. Masoli, the team, and Ric Flair all have two. And uh, Simone Lawrence has a vote as well. Your thoughts on today's big victory by the Hamilton Tiger Cats. 48-8 to eight, the final. Uh, BC is going home. Hamilton lives to see another day, and really another week, as they go to Ottawa one week from today. We'll be on the air at 5 p.m. Once again, for the fifth quarter, we'll be on the air from 5 to 6. And who knows, at this time, one week from today, we might, we just might, be talking about a Ticats trip to the Grey Cup. We shall see. Dave, number three, is called into the program. Dave, how's it going? It's going fantastic. Who would have uh, called this one? They should buy a lottery ticket anybody who knew it. Definitely. Um, uh, with all these injuries, it uh, was quite the quite the performance. Um, you asked me after the uh, second loss to Saskatchewan where I wanted this team to be and what I thought would be a good season, and that's to get to the Eastern Final, right? Yes. And we're there, baby. And uh, anything's possible. Player of the game, the whole team. Awesome. Well said, Dave. Uh, thanks for the call. Thank you. Bye bye. Nine zero five six four five three two two one star nine nine hundred on your cell. This whole team played phenomenally well. Phenomenally well from the opening kickoff. Um, I think, if, especially if you're at the stadium, and if you're at home watching, I mean, you you probably felt this too, watching what was transpiring on the field, is that they came out, I think, realizing that they had something to prove, especially after losing their last three football games, two against Ottawa, which... You know, they relinquished the division title, or at least, you know, that first-round playoff by. And the last game of the season against Montreal, I kind of throw that out of the window because it really didn't matter. A lot of the backups were in. But this game, they came out playing to win and really took no prisoners. And right off that initial kickoff, this team was ready to go. They came out on offense. BC won the, the coin toss, uh, elected to kick off to Hamilton. And the Ticats storm right down the field. It was a nine-play drive, 90 yards, seven points. It was a, an unusual game-opening touchdown. You won't see it too often where Ticats get all the way to the BC1. Dane Evans comes in for the QB keeper, loses the football at the goal line, and Kevin Palmer jumps on, the offensive lineman jumps on the football to give the Cats a 7 nothing lead. Um... The play was reviewed because we didn't know if Evans was down or if he, or if he did indeed fumble. Uh, the Ticats roared from there. First play from scrimmage from BC. Uh, Lule with a bad snap can't hold on to the football. Adrian Tracy pounces on the pigskin. Uh, a couple of plays later, Ticats go up 14 zip. They had a handful of turnovers. Hamilton scored 28 points off those turnovers. This game was over virtually before it began. And whether it was the Ric Flair, you know, pregame speech, or whether it was just one of those games in which the Ticats dominated their opponent, let's not forget they manhandled BC in their rematch at Tim Hortons Field, 40-10. to And really, in all honesty, they should have beaten the Lions in BC as well. That game that they lost in overtime 
35-32, they should have probably won that game too. They didn't, and that's why they play the game. And who knows what will happen next Sunday in Ottawa. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Give me your two cents on today's 48-8 Tiger Cats victory over the BC Lions. You can email rick at 900chml.com. We have a few emails to get through. Or on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, at am900chml. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. If you haven't already, you've missed some doozies. If you have forgotten to download the fifth quarter podcast, wherever you download your favorite podcast, we've had some epic shows. Speaking of that BC game, that was the most downloaded show of the season. The Ticats OT loss against the Lions. Also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page, CHML's Facebook page, that's what it's called. Uh, so you can chime in on that platform as well. More of the fifth quarter brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Hey, welcome back. Rick Samprin here. What a ball game today at Tim Hortons Field. Tiger Cats 48, Lions 8. Ouch, if you're a BC fan, what a way to go out. Speaking of which, this was Wally Buono's last CFL game as a head coach. The league's all-time winningest head coach goes out on a very sour note. But what a career. Kudos to Wally Buono for all that he achieved over his, what was the stat that I saw today? 666 games as a player and a coach. That is absolutely Outstanding. Your two cents on today's beat down by the Tiger Cats, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com. Uh, we're on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, at am900chml. Send us a note on CHML's Facebook page as well. We're broadcasting live on that platform today. Vote for your player of the game, and at the end of the game, we will anoint our fifth quarter fan of the night. A couple of tweets coming in, this one from Brendan who says player of the game is the defense for me they were great all season but if we want to win next week they need to keep picking up the turnovers Corey on email or pardon me on twitter says uh, for your last caller why would we change the lineup when this lineup put up more points than any game we had this season if it isn't broken why fix it player of the game mop masoli that's a good point too and usually um, you know regardless of injuries if a team is playing as well as they did today, the Ticats lineup should probably not change. Why would you want to tinker with it? The only change that we might see next week is Jamal Roll, who was injured during the pregame warm-ups today uh, and did not play. So he might be inserted in a lineup, and I'd be okay with that. Jamal has had a, a really fine season this year. Quick update from Saskatchewan, where the Blue Bombers are leading the Rough Riders 13-6 late in the first half in the Western semifinal, the winner will travel to Calgary one week from today. We have votes for Braylon Addison and Jeremiah Masoli. They lead the pack, as well as the whole team. Uh, Rick Flair has a couple of votes for his pregame pep talk. Simone Lawrence in the defense also with votes here this afternoon. A couple of notes on CHML's Facebook page. Ari writes, uh, outstanding effort all around, complete domination in offensive and defensive clinic put on. Guess we did not want to give Ottawa any film on the way we would use Sinkfield, so we sat him. Now let's get Sinkfield back into the lineup in Ottawa and take McDaniel out. Player of the game, Masoli and Rick Flair. Nadine says, hello, just wondering if any churches rang their bells at sunset. We're on the mountain and didn't hear any. So sad. Uh, I'm not sure about that. 
Mike writes, Speedy B is a tie cat for life. I understand the value in him, but look what he's done since June Jones took over. And Jeff writes, probably the best game since 2015. They were ready, could have beaten any team in the league today. Go Cats next week, take down those punks from Ottawa. Back to the phones we go. Brad is on the line. Hey, Brad. Hey, Rick. What is happening? Oh, lights out at the blackout. That's what's happening. That was a that was a blackout. BC was blacked out today. They were virtually blacked out. That's about as close as you're ever going to see up to a lights out game. Very much agreed. Uh, Hamilton could really do no wrong today. Uh, we got to get into Ottawa and uh, blow their fuse. You know what would be tragic is if the Ticats went in Ottawa and nothing worked. And, you know, they played their best game of the season today, and that's it. I don't think it's going to happen, but that would be tragic to me. I, I tend to agree with everybody else on that point. I mean, you, you, there's going to there's gonna be an urgency with the team uh, equal to what they had today, uh, simply because you don't want to let Ottawa beat you four times in one season, especially for the Eastern Championship. I hope so. You know, I just uh, I don't see it happening. I think uh, Jones called a great game today, probably his best all season. Uh, you know, uh, he, he seemed to be a little more uh, willing to try a few things. You know, uh, they definitely went deep a lot more uh, this game than they have in, in the past couple of games, which may be part of the problem uh, as to why we lost those three in a row. Perhaps they, they ran the ball well today. Uh, Alex Green was good, 17 carries, 62 yards. They threw uh, a screen pass or two his way. Sean Thomas Erlington got involved, so they were mixing it up. Uh, the defense, I mean, what more can you say? They were absolutely ferocious today. And not only did they force turnovers, but they scored 28 points off turnovers. That is a recipe for success in every game. Every game, yeah. You're not, yeah. If you can score off even three points off a turnover, then you're doing, you're doing the right thing. Uh, I like I said, I think uh, going in Ottawa, I, I think the guys are going to be a little extra pumped to uh, uh, go in there and not allow uh, a sweep of the season completely. That'd be nice. What was your favorite part of today's ball game? Oddly enough, it wasn't so much the game; it was that break they took to, to honor the veterans. That moment of silence at that game was awesome. That was great. Uh, yeah, you know, you went for we were on defense at the time. The the crowd was like screaming their heads off. It went dead silent for a minute, and they were right back at it. So kudos to all the fans that were at the game, uh, and kudos to the CFL for doing that. Uh, uh, you know, of course, here in Hamilton, you know, we're, we already had a, had a, done ours much earlier in the day uh, down at the Cenotaph, but, uh, you know, kudos to them for doing that. I thought it was well done. Me too. Yeah, hats off. Uh, player of the game for you? Uh, I got to go with Masoli. He earned it. He was dead on all day and destroyed him on, on so few, uh, you know, I forget how many he passed for today. But, uh, yeah, he was 14 of 19 for 259 yards, three TDs. That, that's efficient. You know, yeah, that, that's about as good as he's going to get, I think. And, uh, so, yeah, let's put that one next week, over and uh, keep this momentum rolling all the way up. Think. Would be nice. Brad, appreciate the call. We do, yes. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you later. Take care. 905-645-3221. On your cell at star 9900. You can send me an email, rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, at Rick Samprin, 
at AM900CHML. Another couple of messages on CHML's Facebook page. Jeff writes, uh, player of the game Addison, and Michael says, we need to put pressure on Harris and we will win. Well, that's the key. I mean, they were pressuring Travis Lule immensely today. I mean, Lule had no answer, no answer whatsoever for the Ticats defense. And Jonathan Jennings didn't really fare any better. So the, if this Ticats D can play like they did today, a week from today, that's going to be a recipe for success. That is going to be huge. Back to the phones, and uh, let's go to Andrew here calling in on the fifth quarter. Andrew, how are you? Hey, Rick, how are you? I'm good. Good. I got a question. Why don't you put Courtney Stevens in the backfield? Have him play out there. In the defensive backfield, you mean? Yeah. I mean, he used to play halfback before he moved to safety. Yeah, and he was the wide side uh, cornerback as well. Exactly. I mean, he, he was, he's got to be better than Williams. You know, I'm sorry, he may have had that pick six, but he was picked on and he, he was, those receivers were getting to him by the end of that game. Well, I mean, I've got to think he, Stevens has got to be a better B than Williams was. I would think if he's better, he should be starting. But obviously, the coaching staff doesn't think so. So whether they see something in the game film after practice or, uh, I don't know, he's not as fast as the other guys, I'm not sure what the answer is. But they, in their minds, have clearly uh, stated that, you know, he's a special teams guy only. Yeah, but he's Canadian. So aren't they only keeping him not playing so that he's backing up daily? Yes, correct. So, But I'm thinking, so great, that's the whole season why he's been doing that. There's two games left in the season now. Get him out there and play. I mean, if we need somebody to play, I've got to think he's better than Williams. Well, I don't know. You're paying him. You're paying him two hundred thousand plus. He was the safety when he signed the contract. Right, but now he's a I don't know a special teams dynamo. I mean, he's the the team's special teams player of the week. I get what you're saying. You you want to play the best players at their best positions on the roster. But again, well, I'm I can't speak for the coaching staff, but they've clearly. Uh, have it cemented in their mind that Frankie Williams, Jamal Roll, Kerriel Brooks, all these guys, Richard Leonard, are a step above uh, Courtney Stephen. Uh, if, I, I think with Canadian, they need him back. Well, Johnson had that mentality when he coached. It was the best man in the best position. He didn't care where he played. So, Correct. Yeah, he didn't care where you were from. Nope. All right. Maybe I'm still under the old, uh, the old uh, whatever you call it, the old guard. Yeah. Who's your player of the game today? I'm going to give it to the secondary. All right, good stuff. Andrew, appreciate the call. Thanks, Rick. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. A vote for the secondary. We have uh, Jeremiah Masoli with four votes, Braylon Addison with three, and the team with three. Matthew on Twitter, what a uh, huge and great win for the Ticats today. Player of the game goes to the whole team because everyone was on fire today. Time to show Ottawa how it is done. And Andy writes, got to give it uh, to Masoli. He not only got the job done without Banks and other key receivers, but they clobbered the Lions. Masoli had a strong game today. I mean, the numbers don't explode off the page, but he was efficient. The epitome of efficiency, 14 of 19, 259 yards. 245 of those 259 were in the first half. And we know he didn't play in the fourth quarter because it was 44 nothing at that point. Three TDs as well for Jeremiah Masoli this afternoon. Braylon Addison, if you're wondering, five catches for 124 yards. Luke Tasker, for three for 70 and a couple of TDs. And Justin Buren at three receptions for 52 yards. Mike Jones, three 
for 46. Defensively, we've been talking about the defense. Got to give out some defensive stats here. Larry Dean with a team-high six defensive tackles. Williams had five tackles, a special teams tackle, and a pick six. Richard Leonard, four tackles. Cariel Brooks, three. Daly and Laurent each with two, although Laurent had a sack. Simone Lawrence with that epic fumble recovery and running back 92 yards and almost got into the end zone. That would have been great if he scored. Adrian Tracy had a fumble recovery and uh, a sack for Jason Neal, Nikita Whitlock, Don Unamba as well. Ticats with four sacks today, a handful of turnovers, 28 points off turnovers. This was a beatdown of epic proportions. Jason's on the line. Jason, how are you? Pretty good, Rick. How are you today? Not too bad. Any Star Trek references today? <laughs> well, uh, let's just say that uh, they played very interstellar today. I would say galactic so. Galactic proportions. <laughs> yes. Um, I got to say, the whole team played really well to pick the best player. My, my, to pick the best player. I'd say a lot of them. I got some favorites, though, but I do have some nicknames, new nicknames for a couple of the players. Uh, Luke Tasker. I got to nickname him Task Force or Taskmaster because that guy was just, his work ethic was just phenomenal. He gets the job done, yep. He got the job done, and and, uh, he was just right in there. And I'm going to have to say Larry Dean. Larry Dean made the BC Lions. He handed them the Dean's list. He was on the Dean's list, you know what I mean? He certainly was. He certainly was, and uh, he played really awesome. Mazzoli played awesome. Um, I especially like the fact, I don't know how they swung it, but they got Ric Flair there to inspire the Ticats, and that's pretty wild stuff. He's, he still looks like he's styling and profiling. Yeah, he's already got a nickname, too, Nature Boy. You can't Nature give him a new Boy. nickname at yeah, this point. Yeah, he still looks like he could wrestle. And uh, you know what? That was, I mean, the whole thing today uh, when they honored the uh, veterans, that was really, really special uh, because uh, at one point in my life I was a naval reservist, and um, seeing everybody there at the game and paying their respects to, to the Armed Forces members was, was pretty special. Because when I served, I served for about three, three and a half years, honorably discharged, mind you. Um, I had to look after my health, and I had uh, good people on the military side and the civilian side look after me to make my transition into the uh, civilian life. And uh, they were like my big brothers and sisters there. I was at the HMCS Star. And uh, they were like big brothers and big sisters. I I kept them on their toes, you know. I, <laughs> I kept them I kept them busy with 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 how how I was. I was always energetic. I had too much energy, I think. And now everything's calmed down a more and more level now. And uh, I, it was just really nice to see the uh, game played out. The players, everybody there for the veterans and Ric Flair there. I just want to say to everybody who who put that together, thank you very much. And and I, I think the Red Blacks are going to have their hands full next. Is it next week they're playing? One week from today, Jason. One week from today, yeah. I think that's going to be one heck of a game. And, and Ottawa Ottawa's pretty good, too, eh? And I hope they don't drink too much beer, those linemen there in Ottawa, because uh, the tight guys are going to be ready for them. And, and, and Rick, I just want to say before I sign off for the rest of the night, um, I, I love calling your show the fifth quarter. It's uh, helped my mental health. And uh, you keep at it, brother. Everybody at CHML and CH, everybody's just stellar. They're good to me on the Facebook and whatnot. And I just want to say hello to my friends and family. And I'm glad you guys are there in my corner and my good and, and, and my best and worst of days. 
mostly best days, and I love my wife very much. And you, sir, and everybody, I wish you a good night, and I'm going to watch the Packer game now, my friend. Okay, well, number one, go Dolphins. Number go two, Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> number two uh, yeah, the Ottawa O-linemen are cut off. Number three, thank you for serving, and you're always welcome to call the fifth quarter, Jason. Thanks for calling. Enjoy the weekend. You too, bud. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. I'm not sure anyone can top that call. That was pretty darn good. Although he is cheering for the Packers against my Dolphins. Eh, I don't know about that. When we return, we'll give you some more statistics. Uh, yeah, lines are still open if you want to call. Make a comment on CHML's Facebook page. Send us a tweet or an email. Uh, we'll have some statistics. Another email to get to from Philly Filski, who's emailed into the program as well. This is the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML couple of minutes left in the program today. Still have time to call. Vote for your player of the game. You could be the fifth quarter fan of the night. Call us at 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your mobile device. You can send us a tweet. Use the hashtag fifth quarter at Rick Samprin at AM 900 CHML. We're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. So you can send us a note on Facebook as well or email Rick at 900 CHML.com. We have an email coming in from Philly Filski who always emails the program. Hi, Rick. Shocked, but this time in a good way. I honestly thought it was going to be a close game and pick them. Did Ric Flair spin some woo magic? Who knows, but it makes for a heck of a storyline. Ticats need to bring the same can of whoop-ass with them to TD TD Place Stadium next week if they're going to take out the Red Blacks. Player of the game, Masoli. Hopefully all the Masoli haters at the beginning of the season can finally understand why Ticat management made him the number one QB and ditched the great Caleros, who I might add isn't even playing against the Bombers today. Awesome show as always. Speaking of the Bombers, who, yes, are not facing Zach Caleros today. He is out. Uh, Brandon Bridge getting the start today. And it is uh, Winnipeg 13, Saskatchewan 9 in Regina at halftime as uh, Sask had a 6-3 lead after the first quarter, but uh, Winnipeg, on the strength of 10 points in quarter number two, uh, have the upper hand on the Rough Riders. The winner of that game will take on the Stampeders in Calgary one week from today. 905 645 3221 star 9900 on your cell. Rick at 900CHML.com is the email address. We're on Twitter at Rick Samprin at AM900CHML. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. Uh, send us a note on CHML's Facebook page if you wish. Uh, we're broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page after each and every fifth quarter. Patrick on Facebook says, Great game for the team. Play the same, and we'll be going to Edmonton. What was the challenge for in the third quarter? The mics cut out for both the reason for the challenge and the result. A player of the game, all vets everywhere, and the Ticats team can't just pick just one with a game like this. Honorable mention of the CFL cameraman who decided to be brave and wear shorts in this cold weather. The challenge, was this the Wally Bono challenge? That's the only one that I can think of in the ball game, and it was a, a pass interference call. I believe it was on Richard Leonard uh, at the Hamilton goal line. And that was followed by the um, fumble or the bad snap, really, uh, by BC. And then Simone Lawrence taking the football all the way down to the BC one, which turned into a one-yard touchdown for Dane Evans. That that was really the only challenge flag that I saw in today's ball game. For the fourth time today, we're going to be speaking with a Dave who has called into the program. Dave, number four. Hello. Go ahead. Hey, Rick. Stay CC. Um, a few weeks back. 
everybody was grumbling when we were tied with Ottawa that we didn't win the games and uh, didn't get the home field advantage from the bye to the Eastern Final. I think uh, Destiny is going to bring us to the Great Cup. We're going to have the momentum by winning this game, and then we're going to go into Ottawa. Uh, this game is going to give them the confidence and the momentum to take it to the show. So I, I, I've got good feelings, and I don't think anybody could disagree with me that. I don't player, dis- of the game, yeah, go ahead. player of the game, for sure, the whole team. Uh, everybody executed all three phases today. It was incredible. Too bad it wasn't consistent throughout the whole season like that, but it's, it's they're doing it when it counts now, so that's all that's important. What, what was your favorite part of today's game? What was the highlight for you? Well, I wish uh, Simone was, Simone's uh, cardio, we were just talking about it now, I wish his cardio was a little better. But we were all, you know, yelling, throw the flag, throw the flag. And it's good they didn't challenge it because they stopped the ball and it, it went over Dulé's head. And Simone ran that back to the one-yard line, and uh, that was that was pretty sweet to see. That, of, I, I was going to say, that convoy that Simone Lawrence had, the, had down the sidelines, uh, I mean, I thought for sure he was going to go all the way because there was about three or four guys that were surrounding him, and they kind of all just evaporated as they went down the sideline. Yeah. Well, unfortunate, but uh, hey, we'll we'll take we'll take a win anyway you can get it, especially this way. I feel bad for Wally going out on uh, such a low, but it is what it is. He's a professional. Well said, Dave. Appreciate the call. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy this victory. Take care, Rick. Uh, huge play in the ball game. I think that was probably my favorite play of the ball game. The Simone Lawrence straining for oxygen as he's sprinting down the field, 92 yards to the BC one-yard line. And to be honest, I thought he had gotten in to the end zone, and they marked him out of bounds at the one. Um, but listen, what a tremendous effort, not only from Simone on, la- on that play, but the defense for the entire ball game. There was really no let-up. I think there came a point where it was 28 nothing at halftime, certainly 44 nothing after the third quarter, with this this defense said, you know what, we want to pitch a shutout. We're not going to let up. We're going to keep getting after the quarterback, and at that point it was Jonathan Jennings. We're going to keep trying to get the ball. We're going to keep stuffing the run, which they did a phenomenal job of today. Uh, the stats for Terrell Sutton, six carries for a measly 24 yards. This defense was unconscious today. Best game of the year. Some stats from the BC side. Uh, Jonathan Jennings, 11 of 18 for 172 yards and a touchdown. And it was a great toss by Jennings to Shaq Johnson. That was a great play. Uh, Travis Lule, 8 of 17 for 103 yards and an interception. That INT was a pick six by Richard Leonard. Uh, Receiving-wise, Ricky Collins, 5 catches for 95 yards. Devere Posey, 2 for 46. Watson, 3 for 45. Shaq Collins, 2 for 36 and a TD. And Brian Burnham. Four for 35. This this Ticats D really shut out Posey and Burnham for sure. They were non-factors in this football game. <sighs> what a ball game today. Let's hope for a repeat next week. Our player of the game voted by you, the fans, quarterback Jeremiah Masoli. Good luck to him and Larry Dean and Brandon Revenberg as they go for 
uh, CFL Player Awards in a couple of weeks' time. Our fifth quarter fan of the night is Jason, nicknamed the star for your service on HMCS Star. Look forward to his call next week. Speaking of next week, it is the Ticats and the Red Blacks in Ottawa for the East Final Sunday, November 18th. Kickoff is at 1. We'll be on the air at 5 p.m. For producer Will Erskine, my name's Rick Samprin. Enjoy the remaining of the weekend right here on 900 CHML. The fifth quarter after every Ticats game on AM 900 CHML. The Fifth Quarter Podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you download your favorite podcast from. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free, so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.